0: i have been in there for an hour and a half And this woman taps me on the shoulder While I'm at a table doing some magic She's... So I've been watching you for half an hour now It's going well But I just spoke to the bride and the groom And I'm the event manager Who are you? <laughs>
1: Welcome to Loud and Seemingly Confident, the podcast for introverts, extroverts, and everyone in between. I'm your host, Chelsea Heaney, and my guest today is a magician who has been wowing and confusing people all over Australia and across the globe with his mind-boggling trips, tricks. He is known as the Wizard of Oz. I think he should reconsider rebranding as Magic Mike.
0: Uh, please welcome to the show, Michael Webb. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Chelsea. Great.
1: No worries. Thank Great you so much for being here. How, how are you? How's it going?
0: I'm going good. It's good... Uh... Time to have some, a bit of a break. December's a big time for the magic world, doing a lot of Christmas parties and things. But yeah. yeah. Nice here being in Canberra and seeing the family.
1: Yeah. Have you been able to do a lot of Christmas parties with COVID and everything?
0: Canberra was pretty, yeah. pretty good for that. Sydney and other places weren't so nice. So. Yeah. So it came now,
1: came back. Did you tell your family it was to see them, but it was secretly...
0: Is this going live? This? Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. Yeah, it's yeah. Just
1: no one will ever hear this. Okay, great. Yeah. yeah. No.
0: Um. <laughs> They knew why I was there. Yeah. Let's be fair. Let's be fair. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Yeah, totally. Um, so I guess just getting into it, like how did you get started in, in magic? When did you start?
0: I was shown some tricks when I was a, a you know, growing up as, as a teenager I guess. Yeah. And never really thought too much of it. And then I lived in the UK for a, a year. Oh and cool. I was at a school as a s as like a sports teacher. Doing a really average bad magic tricks to some students after school, and one student's father was there to pick him up after school, and was watching my hands really closely as I'm doing this really average trick. Yeah, and as I finished, he opens up his blazer, pulls a deck of cards out of his own pocket. No! And goes, you should have done it like this. But he wasn't like he wasn't trying to be a jerk about it. He was very nice, and he showed me something, and he said, "You you obviously have an interest in it." We have this group that made up down the road, ended up being the biggest magic kind of group in the UK, which is pretty much the biggest magic, you know, area in the world. That's yeah, Harry Potter set there, I guess.
1: This is true. So yeah,
0: uh, yeah, that was that was when I was nineteen. So a bit of a late late start relative yeah. to to the kids who get the magic set when they were twelve and that kind of thing yeah
1: but maybe if you've gotten it when you were younger maybe you would have gotten bored of it and then it's not true. getting into it now yes. so
0: very yeah it
1: worked out well that's
0: right yeah it's different
1: now were you just like mind blown when the guy just pulled the deck of cards i honestly
0: <laughs> thought what sort of a loser <laughs> carries cards everywhere he goes i'm that loser yeah that's me yeah
1: you literally pulled a deck of cards out on me before we started uh, yes yeah
0: loser right here <laughs> i went for a bike ride this morning lycra and uh i had my my phone and i somehow had a deck of cards and my brother was giving me grief like we just rode around the lake and yeah yeah so yeah. you know i'm that loser you yeah. never know when you're gonna need but it but
1: it would be quite i mean not funny because you would be hurt but if you like fell off the bike and like cards went everywhere
0: that would be, it would be quite the sight yeah um and everyone would just be like and they get the what? chalk out they draw the chalk around, the <laughs> around each cards of the cards every, as and they write well. seven of hearts <laughs> people like there's a trick involved here something Something." what's going
1: on here yeah yeah so what type of magic do you do is it mostly card tricks or
0: yeah uh, the general sort of breakdown is like either stage or big illusions like david copperfield makes a car disappear or an elephant appear or something versus close up which is in your hands smaller group uh yeah magic that's just like one-on-one real personal kind of thing
1: yeah
0: and that is mostly cards when it's like that but there's also other like just mind reading and yeah suggestion stuff which i also quite enjoy yeah
1: yeah do you ever want to to get to that sort of on stage because i've seen david copperfield do the car thing when i was in vegas yeah um it's pretty pretty it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, is that the kind of thing you want to get to do, or do you really like that sort of personal one-on-one?
0: I love watching his stuff, yeah, and and everyone like that. But no, for me, it's that it's that like I like it, I do it because I meet people and get to like yeah see their reactions and hear them talking and their little stories. And so it's that close-up kind of thing is why I got into it. And I don't think I'd want to change that. Yeah, I did do I did do a show recently at a as a at a cinema it was kind of like a bigger show where yeah there was like a hundred something people in the audience uh but it was still it had like that close-up theme to it because there was a camera right there and I brought people up and it was just like people watching a close-up show yeah which I, yeah it was like a mix between well, the yeah, two yeah
1: a bit of a mix between the two because yeah. I was gonna ask as well like when you first started was it did you ever find it like nerve-wracking like going up to people and being like, "Can I show you a card trick?" Or was it just automatically an awesome icebreaker?
0: It was very nerve-wracking. Yeah. I mean, one one new year's resolution was I'm going to show a trick to a new person every day or something. I got like 4 days in. I <laughs> at, because I always wanted I knew the hard part was just going up there and having that that like bit of courage. Yeah. And I never really had that much ambition to to actually do it as a career yeah even after this year in the uk i came back and i i'd, I'd learned a silly amount of magic um from these these like full-time magicians in this big group was, i i the, what, the night i went there i was the only person under under the age of 40 and i was 90. oh wow they were all 20 30 year full-time pros who laughed at me at how bad i was <laughs> but uh, i was like this young australian kid who was no threat to them so they were happy to to teach to me which was kind of nice yeah but I always just wanted to to show people. So when I go back to Australia, I just was like, oh, I love to show this this you know random yeah. stuff that I learnt. But I struggled to to go up to people, and and people would just be like, especially this. It's funny the way that you said it. Do you want to see a magic trick, or do you want to? See? There's little subtleties <laughs> in how you approach and the wording that you learn over time. Yeah, and
1: that that could come across quite creepy yeah. to a and random stranger. Yeah, the, you
0: give them a chance to say no thank you. Yeah. There's <laughs> other ways to do it. And it's funny, I used to go, I would, I'd you know, take the deck of cards everywhere I went out on the town, why not? And I found that if you just went up to people at, say, a bar and you say, hi, I work here at Tongue and Groove. Yeah. I'm the magician here. And you just go in like that. All of a sudden, you're 95% more likely to get to get people to, um, you know, oh, yeah, why not? Yeah, sure. And then it doesn't take them long so, to realize you don't actually work just Yeah, here, real, which is fine. really,
1: like, lying gets you far in life.
0: That's, that's basically why, the lesson. yeah, we got yeah. to that quicker than I hoped. <laughs> so, well, thanks for having me.
1: Yeah, that's where, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was What was the first trick you ever learned? Uh, Do you still remember
0: it? I remember the first trick I was shown. first trick I learned... As, as like a, a, as a trick that I was, that I would still do today. Yeah. Oh, that's a tough one. Great one. It's very hard to explain. It, it's okay. It looks, it looks like, oh, no. <laughs> I'm trying to, it's like going to give away the, the way. No, to, that's to do, fair. Do you it.
1: don't have to give away. The, the first
0: doing. trick that was ever shown. I can yeah. explain that one better. Sure. Was my, my brother. I, I was about 10 and. It was this idea of a random card being chosen. He didn't know what it was. Shuffled in the deck, shuffled, shuffled. And then all the cards are just like put out in piles. And he just let me, they're all face down. He's like, choose this, choose that. Whatever ones you want, just keep taking them away. Until we got to one card left. Like I was freely throwing them off the table. Just like, you know what I'm doing? You got no idea. And then I turned over that final card and bam, it was the, the ten of hearts, the one that I chose. And I was just freaked out. Um, so yeah I, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. it's very good.
1: Burned into your brain. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you, well, again, maybe it might be a bit hard to describe, but do you have a favorite trick that you like to do or?
0: Yeah. There's this one particular one that I've been doing for a few years that I was, uh, shown, shown up by a famous magician. So David Blaine is American magician. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's, he's one of the. One of the greats, he showed me this trick and I loved it <laughs> and I just like lost it. And I spent a year <laughs> trying to replicate it myself. Yeah. And I finally um, got to meet him again a year later.
1: Yeah.
0: I said, Dave, I don't know if you remember me. I was this guy. It was in the UK that we met. And I attempted the trick, not on him, but I was can I try it on this rat, like a waitress? We were at a cafe and... It was, it wasn't that great. He could tell that I had tried and that was the sort of thing that yeah. magicians, there's an idea of magicians will never reveal their secret yeah, unless it's to someone who will share, like, you know, who'll do the magic themselves and like share that, share that experience rather than someone who's going to stand their arms crossed in that party and go, I don't know how he does that. Yeah, This, 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 that's that person you don't want to really tell yeah. them. They don't want to know, like, it's not good, but he could tell that I'd given it a go and, and taught me the rest of it. And doing that one now, and when it works, it doesn't always work, but when it does, it's like it's very, it's great. That's really cool. Yeah.
1: How did you get to meet David Blaine?
0: That story was. Have you heard of Darren Brown? He's a yes. So he yeah. he is a, another British. Well he's a British magician, and all the magicians think he is the, the the goat. He's the greatest magician. Right. And I have always been a massive fan of his. If you hang around me for more than an hour, I would have dropped, <laughs> subtly brought him in at least three times. I was told that in the UK, in you know, a six months time, there was going to be a magic conference, which is pretty cool. Awesome. As cool as it sounds. <laughs> so three days, magicians from all around the world go and you just sort of meet up with other magicians and, and there's lectures and there's all this sort of thing. Yeah. I was told that there's a chance that Darren Brown was going to be there and present. And that was all I needed to hear. Even the, the idea of a chance. Yeah. I flew to London. I spent more time in the air flying there than I did in the, <laughs> in the UK. <laughs> he was there, which was very lucky. But also the the people that were just there as guests was David Blaine and Dynamo and, and all these other big magicians just yeah. because, because Darren's really good. And there was other magicians that are very good. And so David was there and I went up to him and, yeah, showed me a trick and it was it was cool.
1: Yeah. Really cool. And you, you mentioned before that, you know, it's, it's that thing of magicians don't reveal their secrets. So how do you learn new tricks?
0: Yeah. So it's, I would, I would teach, people ask me to teach them a trick and yeah. that's that idea of if, if they're going to show it to their family or their friends, like they're actually going to perform it, that's, yeah. then it's, that's actually the way to do it. Cause yeah. like, I want to share, I want everyone to experience it, not just through me. If um, someone else wants to do it, that's great. So yeah, magicians don't... They generally don't uh, explain their tricks be, to people who just ask, how did you do it? Mm. And that's for two reasons. The one I sort of mentioned before about you don't want to, like, empower that... That,
1: that asshole. That emotional. asshole. That's yeah. the word. Yeah.
0: I didn't want to... You can just you... say...
1: Oh, did I not mention you can swear on here? You can swear on here.
0: Asshole. <laughs> that felt good. Yeah. That felt real good. It looked
1: like it felt good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, anyway, arseholes, you don't want to give them the power. Like well, yeah, like, just, no, that's they're, fair. They're yeah. assholes.
1: Yeah, but I'm a comedian. I'm aware of hecklers and
0: gotcha. Yeah, so, yeah, so they're, yeah, they're 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 there in the magic yeah. world as well. But um, sometimes people who are just they just they think they want to know, and and it's funny how there's one example: brother and sister-in-law sat me down and at the house you've got to watch this particular magic trick that this girl did on Britain's Got Talent it's the best mm. we should, everyone I've watched it 100 times and I sit there and I watch it and it's really good this the the girl has just got the m- most amazing charisma and the trick is really cool and at the end they kind of look at me and go what do you think I'm like that was that was great they go do you know how she does it or I think so but like um that's it and they go, no 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 you've got to tell us you've got to tell us and the amount of times I said, you don't want to know, yeah. they locked the doors, they weren't going to let me leave the house. <laughs> and I just sort of said, okay, write down what you, you know, the, the feelings, uh, the score out of a hundred, how you give this sort of, this trick, this video, they do that. I then tell them how I believe she yeah. did it and their faces just dropped and went, oh yeah, that's sort it of, ruins it. sort of a bit lame actually.
1: Yeah.
0: And now the best thing is that those two, if they're ever within earshot and someone else asks Oh, well, how did you do it? They'll dive in <laughs> for my defense. No, no, no. You don't, you don't wanna want to know. It. You don't, wanna know. You don't, don't wanna want to know. Don't ask, don't ask. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that. But yeah. But if but to the point, if someone wants to learn it, uh, it's yeah. It's yeah. Kind of. Yeah. That's how people teach it because you say, you know what? You're actually going to show some people. Why yeah. not spread the love?
1: Yeah. And you sort of brought it up a little bit there, but do you feel now when you watch other people do magic tricks, even if it's a trick you haven't seen before, that you think you can, you know, how they did it?
0: Yeah. It. Particularly with cards, it's there's there's like a certain amount of building blocks of, of mm. ways to do things. Not all card tricks I can figure out, but a lot of cards, it's hard to fool magicians with card tricks, yeah. particularly. Other things, I've got no idea. And I love not knowing. Like, especially yeah. talking about David, uh, sorry, Copperfield, like the bigger stage stuff, I just, I'll happily not watch it. Um, and actually, to a card trick, there's this one example of a guy goes on pen and Teller Fool Us. I don't know mm-hmm. if you've seen it. That's just I
1: love Alison Hannigan. Yeah, so, yeah, that whole show is great.
0: <laughs> one this one magician named Sean Farquhar, very very early on, he he went on like season one or two of this show was being like ten years ago now. And he did this card trick, and I love it. It's the it's the video that I share everyone hundred times, two hundred <laughs> times. And I actually don't know how he does it, and I'm so happy with that. The video below it in like the, the recommended for you is Sean Farquhar trick revealed.
1: Yeah. Never touched it? I never touched it. Never touched
0: it. So, yeah.
1: See, I mean, it's not really the same as Magic Tricks, but because I, I, like, love acting and stuff. And my sister hates watching behind-the-scenes things of TV shows that she loves because she's like, I just want to imagine it as the world, whereas I'm like, I want to see how everything is done. I want to dissect it all and see how it was done. But I guess it's probably different for Magic because Magic is sort of, you know, the fun of it is that you have no idea how on earth it's done. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I would I'd say for ninety five percent of people it's way better if you don't know how it's done. Yeah. Some people need to know, and I don't know they they swear that it's like it's better for them. But yeah, if it's if it's a trick that I see and I think that's a great style for me and that would fit into my kind of show and the way that I do magic. Yeah. I will, might put in some extra time to be. How does how do I do that? And the thing is, you don't always know exactly how they did something. Like mm. I might see a trick on. A TV show, and I just think I love the story that they're telling. That's really that's yeah. the kind of thing you want to replicate. So I don't know how they did it, but if I do it like this, I think I could I could give my audience a similar experience to how they're doing it. That's yeah. just the sort of way that yeah. you get ideas from that, and it is different. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's the kind of inspiration you can get.
1: So I mean, you talked before that you do more sort of the the close up stuff rather than the big stage stuff. So what? What types of gigs do you do, and how how do you get your gigs?
0: Yeah, so I. Funny when people say, you know, oh, this guy's a magician. Oh, you'd be great at my kids' birthday party or something, something like that.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I no not, no, it's not me. No. It's, I have so much respect for primary school te- kids, entertainers, anything like daycare, all of those parents yeah. in general.
1: Yeah.
0: It's tough. It's funny because I've I once. Did a show for like a stagey show for was about three hundred uh, chartered accountants. It was a, it was a big like adults yeah. you know, awards night for something, and I was on stage and just didn't stress me, didn't faze me. The next day, it was my niece's eighth birthday party for about ten of her friends. So this is you know in the family as well. Yeah, but I was sweating. Yeah, and the kids, they they have they just. You know, they'll come up, check your pockets. Like they don't yeah. feel those social norms. And no. You, if I make eye contact with someone and I can get away with a little sneaky, sneaky yeah. down here, kids will just—they don't, they don't even care. Yeah. About that. No, saw that, and they'll call you out, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> and they'll—they'll they'll even say that even if you didn't do anything. Like, did I? What did I do? What did oh, I man. do? Yeah. Shit. So, I generally prefer to you know perform at people's 30th 40th yeah know, big birthdays or weddings are weddings are like my favorite thing yeah and it's it's that time often between the ceremony and the reception there's like usually two hours yeah
1: it's a long time in between yeah yeah
0: the bridal parties going to Getting the get all their photos and, looking yeah. sexy and the guests are all just told oh meet here and there's some sometimes there's little games to play but it's just the cousins are standing here. The work friends are there. The old <laughs> high school. No one's really
1: mingling. Mingling. Yeah, yet. that usually
0: happens on the dance floor a few mm. hours time
1: with more liquor. Exactly. Yeah. That
0: helps. Um, but I love to. I like to go in there, and that's my time to shine. And just and I try and bring the groups together as well to sort of do a trick here, do a trick there. Oh, do you guys know each other? Come over here. Show them that trick, and and then they introduce. And then when you leave, they have something to kind of talk about, and then they you know get to meet each other. So, but it's funny because. In the UK, it's a you know fairly common thing—not like every wedding or anything like that. But yeah. a magician at a wedding is oh yeah, okay, that's I've heard of that. Obviously, mm. in Australia, I go to weddings and people go, "What a magician at a wedding? What do you mean?" And then and then the amount of times they just go, "Yeah, ah, oh, I wish, I wish I had that." And then they look to their partner, "Do you want to get remarried? Like, let's do that." So um, yeah, so weddings and just that whole I, that whole general theme of it, like when it's adults. So yeah, corporate events and yeah. Christmas parties and
1: do you sort of stuff. Do you prefer um, drunk or sober people?
0: Sober. It's funny. People yeah. think, oh, drunk, drunk and no good. I
1: imagine the drunks act like the kids and like, I see how you did that.
0: Not so much. No? Like, it, the, the, the problem is, and I've, I've been doing this for a while, so I've learned a, f- <laughs> a few ways to mitigate the, the damage, but they forget their card or something like that.
1: Yeah. You do this whole
0: routine and then all yeah. of a sudden you go check under your shoe and they do and they're just like I don't I sorry, I can't remember what, what why am I here? <laughs> or something and you're like, damn it. So so you know, here's a tip for all you often coming out there. Try and get the spectator to show as many of their friends the card.
1: Yeah. The amount of
0: times that I'll I'll do a trick and then they get to the end and I'll turn it around and people go, No, that's not it. Sometimes they're being a bit of a jerk or just like trying to be funny. Yeah. But most of the time that that happens, it's because they just actually forget but not it. What the even if they're sober. Was, yeah. But then usually it's their friends. You go, no, 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 was it? No, it was black. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that was it. Yeah. So, with one on one, like if you do, if the one person doesn't show anyone, that's going to happen too much because they get a bit nervous, they're flustered. I don't know. Yeah. They
1: – Like I I feel like people often they can either be two ways. They either like want to get it right and help you. So they like maybe get stressed out and like, I want to remember the card. I want to help him get it right. Or they might be the asshole who's like, nah, I want to get him to get it wrong. Yeah. And
0: yeah, the it's good. That's another thing that you pick up is like reading the audience and what type of trick certain people would like. And that kind of skill set and knowing who the assholes are going to be in the group. Cause you might walk into a group and there's a few different types that they go, that person over there, I need to win them over in order to get the approval of everyone else. So kind yeah. of start there. Or this guy here is gonna be a bit of trouble. If I do a trick, he's going to. This one example, I knew this guy's gonna be a he's gonna be a bit of a bit of a jerk. And I did a card, let him choose a card, and I turn I turn my head as I present the cards to him, like just, just put your card somewhere now. I'm not looking. And all right, you've done that? Great. And I knew that he wouldn't put it in there. He, like, faked putting it in there. Uh, and I knew that I would do yeah. this. Like, I just had this sense. Mm. And I'm shuffling, I'm shuffling, and I'm just, like, internally going, this is great. <laughs> and I sort of look at the cards, like, just from holding them like, wait, something weird about this. Look at the side-on view. And then I flick the corners. I've gone, 51. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I just look at this guy and go, you got the jack of clubs in your pocket, there, mate. And he just opens, his, pulls out the jack of clubs, and goes, "Okay." Shakes my hand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm all in, mate. What do you got? Like, this is great. That's awesome. He went awesome. from being, he went from being like, get on, move on, to just like, okay, um, I won't try. I just want to be entertained now. Yeah, it's funny. That's yeah. really
1: cool. Yeah. Have you Have you ever had tricks go wrong, and like, how do you recover from that when that happens?
0: The funny thing is that most like no one spectators don't really know where the the story of the trick's meant to go. Yeah. So I guess if you're I don't know, I'm trying to think if you're if maybe if you're playing a musical instrument and you hit the wrong notes or something, it people could hear it and be like, that probably wasn't meant to be that even if it was the yeah. first time hearing a song. With a magic trick, you're a bit luckier because you can bluff I meant to do that. There's a kind of yeah. vibe of it. Yeah. So you get somewhere and you just got to have an out. Like you have like a backup plan kind of thing. Yeah. So you do something and it goes wrong and then you go, oh yeah. And uh, <laughs> well, I had this deck of cards and then all of a sudden you can kind of get around like that. it's, that's, a, that's another thing you learn is like try and always have like a plan B for something. And people will, people will think it's like all a part of the trick or even it's yeah. better that you got it wrong or something. Yeah. So yeah.
1: Nice.
0: It's, Yeah hasn't thankfully hasn't been too many like real awkward dead end like that didn't work and nothing to do with it yeah yeah yeah
1: No fair. Yeah. um i heard a story about you crashing a wedding once uh, uh, yeah. if you want to tell that story
0: um interesting <laughs> yeah that uh well i i lived so i lived in the uk oh, sorry this was in the the states i was living in america for a, a job that i had at the time in philadelphia and i would uh, yeah, I was before living there. I was doing like the regular, or the occasional kind of magic gig. I'd been in the states for six, to eight months at this time. Haven't done any proper shows, or yeah. I've shown a couple of people at work, and it's just I was had an itch. <laughs> and where I was staying, this this like really nice hotel complex, the downstairs room with like the f- the feature function room was this gorgeous ballet. Uh, this big theater where they would that all they put on shows and they filmed uh, Silver Linings Playbook, which is oh, yeah. Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. Yes. So a part of the movie was filmed there. And mm-hmm. anyhow, I had, I actually hadn't been inside this room, so that was one goal that I wanted to do. But because this place was so nice, six if not seven days a week there was a wedding going on at this place. Mondays, Tuesdays, it was just it wow. must have been the most the place yeah. to get married. The receptions were all there, so one Friday I get home from my finance job at the time, come home, and I have like where we worked was you dress up whatever you want, like you wear a singlet to work. They didn't care. (laughs) I at that day I was wearing a blazer, like I was the fancy guy, wearing like a just a silly blazer and and the shirt with two buttons at the top, like hardly anything. And I see this wedding go in, but I had some decks of cards on me, and they're kind of walking into the thing. I'm like, this is this is it. This is the time look to my left. There's no one, no security around going in. I get in the elevator and there's like this elderly couple there and we, they're holding a big present. And like, oh no, I don't have the present. Get to the front <laughs> and they go, are you here with, oh, actually I asked the elderly couple. I was like, oh, who are you guys here with? And they said Luke. And I was like, okay, Luke's the groom. Great. Get to the front and this woman, I'm like, I'm, um, I'm, I'm on Luke's side. And she's like, okay. And just looks at me and just ticks, ticks a page and, you know, enjoy the wedding. And I walk in and straight away, the bride was just sort of walking past, just stares me up and down. And I'm wearing like, almost like maybe chinos, if not jeans and like a, a small shirt, blazer, you know, yeah. not wedding material. But she kept walking. She must've had something to do. I grab a champagne from like a little person walking past and I'm inside. And I I actually was like, you know, vlogging it sort of thing. Not really, but I'd, I'd filmed a few like, guys, I'm going to crash a wedding. I mean, yeah. and I... And I show this room, and it was actually—I could see why the people got married there. It was amazing. Yeah. And I realized I need to—I can't just stand around. It's going to look sus. So I go up to this group, uh, this table, four or five guys sort of standing around, not really just talking to each other that much. Looked almost bored. Probably the—I don't know why I chose seemingly the toughest group. Uh, hey guys, who um, having a good night? I'm the magician here tonight. I work here at the Franklin Residence. <laughs> Just, just, uh, touch the back of a car. Don't let me see it. And, then, and I remember the one particular guy, arms crossed, like just shaking his head and like, all right, what do you got? And I, I do some trick and I make sure it's a quick one because you don't, you don't want to ball. Mm. And all of a sudden like, right, do that again. <laughs> and I do something different. And this guy, the guy who had his arms crossed, he sort of takes my hand and goes, you've got to show my wife that she loves this sort of stuff. Honey. And then he walks me over to a table. She's seated. Uh, he's like, take a seat. And now I'm like with this table. And I'm, I spend five minutes there and another table calls me over. So I move to that table and now the entrees are coming out. I'm getting served an entree. Photographers coming past. I'm getting in these photos, holding up some cards and I'm moving around tables and I'd been in there for an hour and a half. And this woman taps me on the shoulder while I'm at a table doing some magic. She goes, I've been watching you for about, she goes, can can you come over here? Takes me to the side. So I've been watching you for half an hour now. It's going well, but I just spoke to the bride and groom and I'm the event manager. Who are you? (laughs) And I hadn't planned this moment. I don't know why. And I just said, can I speak to the bride or groom? And she walks me. She's like, yeah, okay. Walks me over to the groom and just by luck, he kind of approached us. He walked, oh, my God, you're that magician I've been hearing all about. I love magic. Can you show me something? And I showed him and he just said, mate, thanks so much for coming. Enjoy the wedding. And I shook my hand. And then all of a sudden this event manager who rightfully was very protective and you know, yeah. questioning me, she flipped. and was like, oh, this is so great. Who are you? Where are you from? And I told her I just live upstairs and she loved it. So yeah, I actually got to do some other. She was she did a lot of the events there, so I did some other stuff later that year. Oh wow! Yeah, it's pretty funny. That's
1: I didn't know that you then got actual gigs out of it. That
0: you got it. It's <laughs> a, that's that's just how you got it.
1: That's fantastic. But now like that bride and groom have a great story from their wedding. I'm still waiting. Some to get Australian tagged. guy I'm to get crashed. <laughs> yeah,
0: I was in a lot of photos, probably more than them that night. So that's surely I'll we'll come. We'll come around.
1: Yeah, that's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, um, I. I often, um, ask my, my sister if she's got any, like, I was like, oh, I'm interviewing a magician. Do you have any questions? Okay. And, um, a question from her was, um, are you allowed in casinos? <laughs> Cause I'm thinking that you're like, are you good at counting cards? If you're um, good the with only, a card trick?
0: Yeah, the, the one casino sort of thing that happened was I was... Um, at a casino, and a group of you know celebrity sports guys came mm-hmm. in, and I think, oh, this is great. And I have my own deck of cards in my pocket. I'd been playing some blackjack or something. Obviously, you not know, touching my own cards. Yes. And I pulled out my own deck of cards, and I just start showing these guys. And the casino boss just said, "Mate, no. you can't. No, no, no. Takes out. these up." Du- and I. <laughs> I cheekily looked at him. Man, can I show you a trick? Like you'll love it. And he's just like, get out. <laughs> um, so that was fair. But then another time, I I play a lot of poker. I love I love this. And there's a there's a particular place that hosts um, regular games. And I wasn't allowed to show the owner of that uh, organization any tricks because he said because if I see, I, I kind of know on the grapevine that you do this, but if I actually sort of see it, I'll be somewhat responsible to, Yeah, I feel obliged to, to sort of not let you do this mm-hmm. uh, or not let you deal and a few other little things. So that was kind of funny. But now generally, generally it's it's hard. Magicians aren't <laughs> really able to... When
1: you're going to a casino, leave your cards at home.
0: That, that is, is probably the best. You've got to carry them everywhere you go. I know. but Just <laughs> don't go to the casinos, I guess. Keep
1: them in like a vacuum sealed packet so you yeah. can prove that you haven't opened them. True. Yeah.
0: So, but... Oh. There's magic tricks around that though. You can, <laughs> you can set up a deck that looks like it hasn't been opened. Uh. Oh. They wouldn't know that though. They won't know exactly. Yeah, well so. sorted.
1: Um, now, a little while ago, you quit your job and started doing this full time. What? How did you make that decision?
0: Uh, yeah, that was, a, that was a big one. <laughs> I, I, I was always doing the like sort of both of them simultaneously. So the 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 job that I quit was. In finance as a trader, so like stock market kind of right, yeah, that nine to five time thing behind a computer, Excel spreadsheets and other things, very to yourself. And then um, some nights of the week or on weekends, I would go to a wedding and m- know no one and do magic and yeah, such a different thing. And I I don't know, I just enjoyed. It was a lot of times I had to miss events because I had work. And yeah. So I <clears throat> yeah I just decided i'm gonna give this a give this a crack luckily to be honest my the, the company that i work for are very generous and they gave me like a six month kind of free yeah. shot at it which is very very nice yeah sort of you know you can come back in six months no questions asked
1: well that's really good yeah really cool yeah
0: so that was about two three coming up to three years ago and yeah i've been doing the magic stuff full-time since parents or Thrilled by the decision, as you can imagine. <laughs> They're still sending me like little links to like, oh, you should apply for this job. I'm like, what do you know? No, yeah, no, yeah, bless them.
1: Yeah. Has um 2020 been hard then?
0: Yeah. 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 Well, it's hard for everyone. Yeah. But, but the fun thing, I just I was doing some stuff on Instagram Lives.
1: Yeah. So, I was gonna ask about that. Yeah.
0: So that was an idea of 2020s. You know what? I'm stuck at home challenge myself kind of thing and mm. and i was doing one so actually i was doing it every day at the start i wanted to do a magic trick that you could jump on and watch
1: yeah
0: and first ones are kind of funny the the it didn't take long like maybe it was the fourth or fifth day i'm on this instagram live and it said um alice wants to join your instagram live yeah and i just thought oh this is actually pretty funny you know what <clears throat> Except And I'd never done this in Did seen you know anyone. Alice? Yes, yeah. Okay. She was a friend. <laughs> um, and it pops up. Now the screen is split between half of my face and, and half the screen has Alice's face. And I did the trick, like, you know, virtually to someone. I was planning on just sort of doing it to the camera mm. and sort of telling a story. And it was so much better. Yeah. She got to, like, at first it, it would have seen, like, the people watching would be like, "This is genuinely happening because she's having all these free choices and seeing her reactions." They were so genuine that that you know wasn't staged or anything. Yeah. I just thought after at the end of that particular one, I was like, "Guys, we're going to do this every time. We're just going to have someone else call in." So, you know, slide into my DMs if you want to be on tomorrow's or whatever. It was <laughs> that. So that started that kind of thing, and I I, I did a bunch of those, and eventually someone reached out actually real randomly. It was the Jägermeister in Germany, like the company. Someone, right. someone who worked there is like, hey, a friend of a friend, I've seen this thing on your Instagram. Uh, would you be interested in doing like a half an hour Zoom magic show for my clients? Like we just have this event coming up. I think it'll <laughs> be fun. And I was thinking, what? What? Like this is, I guess I could just sort of do these tricks that I'd been, and I've been making up a bunch of these ones for for the Instagrams. So, mm. You know what, I can just sort of do a bunch of these together and make up some new ones. Um, and yeah, it was, it, I did that. He la- I, I said, can I record the whole thing? So I recorded that and it actually just couldn't, go and go, couldn't have gone better. <laughs> and I use all this material from that little recording yeah. to sort of promote it out. And that became a thing in 2020. Like I'm obviously not the only magician doing it, but I, most of my stuff, Easily, the majority was Zoom magic shows for companies and schools and. Oh, all that's sorts awesome! Different. So you
1: were able to actually do it and like still get paid for gigs and stuff. Over
0: yeah, there. So, and that's it awesome. Ended, it ended up being, like, I wouldn't say better, but like there was definitely massive upsides to not having to travel and yeah, and you can just be very efficient with it all. So that was kind of I, I imagine that's going to that won't go anywhere. Yeah, in the, you know, in the next yeah. five ten okay, years. Cool. It's kind of cool.
1: Yeah. I wanted to ask as well, because, um, you've had some, a couple of big names on your Instagram lives, um, including Hamish Blake from Hamish and Andy, which pretty much all Australians will know. Um, and, uh, Australian actor, Josh Lawson, who people might know from Bombshell or House of Lies or Anchorman too. Like how did that come about with those guys? Ah,
0: Josh, Josh is funny. I've, I'm glad you mentioned Thank God You're Here because that's the best yeah, show. I do. I, I love Thank God you haven't got, God. If you haven't watched Thank God You're Here, guys, it's <laughs> it's a, Australia's Answers to Whose Lines Anyway. And it was, yeah. oh, it was great. Both of them are great. But Josh Lawson, funny man. He, I, I'd followed him on Instagram and um, I saw that he was doing, he needed extras for a, a short, oh, sorry, feature length film, finally, which. Is coming out in the next week or two. Oh, time, Yeah, long yeah. story short, you'll see the back of this guy's head. <laughs> he actually told me that I, I, you know, I get a little bit of face, you know, screen shot time. at screen time in mean, nice. the credits and everything. Oh, there told you go. Told me to make an IMDb page, and, <laughs> which I'm yet to do. But so I, I went to this. Uh, was an extra at one of his days in Sydney filming some stuff, and it's funny, like. Understandably, when you're on set or something like this, all the extras are, you know, put to the side, and yeah. then all the, the the cast and crew really are over here, and it's like, don't, don't you dare go over yeah. there. Yeah. And it was, it was very late. It was almost like one in the morning. I'm like, I'm crossing this line. <laughs> Where did you? No know one's watching again. And I get over, there and I start doing magic to, because the, they were like in between scenes. And, yeah. yeah. Josh, Josh was like, what's, what's all this commotion? And he came over, and I did some did some stuff with him and he happened to enjoy it. So became Instagram friends and sort of stuff with him, which is cool. So yeah, while I was doing these Instagram lives, I messaged him saying, "You would you like to be on there one night and doing one on Wednesday or something? And yeah, he was kind enough to jump on that. And it was, it was actually really funny. Yeah, that's He's really awesome. cool. Yeah. And the one with Hamish, I... I had met Hamish. I've met him a couple of times a while ago, but it's funny that he came. The coming onto the live, or sorry, coming onto Instagram was funny because he. Um, what would happen sometimes? I would start my live video and not know who the guest would be. I would yeah. just sort of say, "Okay, first person to jump on and you know uh, call in," I guess would be the guest. And this particular day, this this young. Boy named Hayden, come on, and he's hilarious. He's been on my thing. He's the only two-time guest, and he's a, he's a real fan favorite. <laughs> Shout out to Hayden out there. You know what I'm talking about. And he jumped on, and and seconds later Hamish started writing. Oh, can I get on? And it's funny because at the time there wasn't many people watching. Like you can see the little live counter. Yeah. And he was there, and then everyone started to write like, "Oh, get Hamish!" I was like, "No, no, 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 Hayden's Hayden's on Hayden." Uh, and, and since Hayden's become an absolute You know as I mentioned Fan favorite Glad I made that call So Hamish watched it I guess And yeah. then after that I messaged him saying Oh I didn't know you were watching these Do you want to Do you want to come on the next one He's like yeah yeah for sure So That was kind of cool Because I didn't realize When you make When you go on Instagram live Your followers get notified Yeah But also So do the followers of the, the Guests person, As soon as yeah. they just like Jump on and Just be like Blah 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 Is now live which I did not know. He has a couple more followers than me. <laughs> yeah, maybe a million and something, something more. Something like that? Yeah. 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 Sounds like that, right? More. Yeah. 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 Uh, we're within two million of each other. Let's yeah, just say that. That's fair. Yeah. 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 So when he joined on, all of a sudden, this little view count just kind of went, and went wild, which is <laughs> sort of funny. It just started at 100 and went to 185. It was like 220, 650, 900. 1,000, it got up to 3,000 people Jesus. just watching this thing that I, yeah. is this me and him having a chat. I'm like, well, and somehow I managed to just like forget about that. I was like, yeah, yeah whatever. It's just him and I having a FaceTime. I'm just going to show him a trick. And yeah, yeah it was kind of, I worked out. Wow. That's good.
1: That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask as well, I, I probably should have asked this earlier, but how, how do people react when you tell them that you're a magician? Is that?
0: Uh, it's... <laughs> range of things I guess if it's if I'm at an event you know it's it's probably true yeah but sometimes if I'm meeting someone for the first time I've probably I'm not it's not the first thing I'm going to say they already get this idea that I'm you know pretty casual like have a laugh and if I say that they might just think I'm joking and they'll they'll respond by being an astronaut or something Mm -hmm. but when it gets to that yeah they just want to they want to they're like oh that's I've never there's not many magicians going around especially in Australia so just Interested in it, asking questions and you know want to see a trick. People, almost everyone has that little child inside of them that whatever that likes yeah, to absolutely. see that. So yeah. yeah, yeah. Luckily, it's
1: so. So I have a funny story. Yeah. um That I think is about you. Interesting. This is. That sounds weird because we good. don't know each other. If it's good, um, I'll claim it. So, no. So, what happens? So, I, with this, like, I'm always asking, like, my friends, like, oh, like, what type of people should I have on? And I was around at my mate Demi's place and um, she works at a gym here in Canberra. And she was like, I had a guy come at the gym and he was a magician. And I was like, oh, I hadn't thought about that. I should definitely get a magician on. And then um, a few days ago, I, I put a post out on on Facebook asking You know, my friends on Facebook, do you know anybody? Uh, And our mutual friend, Hermione, which is hilarious that you're a magician. Now, mutual friend's name is Hermione. We're just going to leave that there. Um, Our mutual friend, Hermione, went, oh, I know a magician. And that's when we got in contact. And I was catching up with my mate Demi the other day. And I was like, oh, I actually have got a magician coming on. His name is Michael Webb. And she was like, wait, I think that's the guy that came to the gym. So... I think you came on here because you went to the gym and, and like, it's just this around. whole full circle, which gym. I thought was interesting. That's
0: funny too. I was actually really recently that I went there. <laughs> yeah. That's really funny. Well, so yeah, Canberra
1: is tiny. Guilty
0: as charged. Yes.
1: Um, but I just find that funny that like, I, I didn't even show her you any You were magic. technically I didn't the idea for me getting a magician on yeah, the show. And funny. then you ended up being the magician I got on the show.
0: Uh, yeah, so I didn't show her any magic that I was filling out a form, and yeah. it's like occupation magician, which is yeah, funny thing to write down on things. And that's, that's, yeah, I hadn't thought about yeah that. it's good when you're catching a flight or something, you get to just fill that out doctor's doctor things magician. yeah yeah it's so funny you don't
1: write entertainer you just nah go you in. go in you go I've, all in
0: with magician sometimes i get asked have you ever got anything for free or something what's the best thing that's yeah and a, a free doctor's consult was my was my goat was my it's always been my favorite it would have it would have been over a hundred dollars this particular thing and this guy saw it on the he's like, oh man, I love magic. Can you show me something? And I show him some tricks. And as I'm walking out I'm about to pay the reception, he's like, no, 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 this, don't worry, we're, we're bulk billing or something. And <laughs> I was like, that's just outrageous. That is yeah. a, a doctor's appointment.
1: I, I once got a free dentist appointment. Um, Stop it. Yeah, it was um, unexpected, but basically I went to the dentist and I had been out on the weekend before and didn't realise I hadn't put my cards back into my purse. Cards So So I I went to pay and I was like, oh, I like I don't have my credit card. I don't have anything to pay. And I just assumed that they'd invoice me and she was like, oh, we'll like we'll do your insurance and then we'll just discount you the rest of the appointment. I was like, what?
0: (laughs) You never carry a card anywhere you go. Right. right? I'm like, if I just
1: don't take my credit card anywhere, is everything free? Is that how Is that how capitalism works?
0: That's not a bad idea. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It could work out. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Now we're getting close to the end here, um, but I like to ask a random question towards the end of the podcast. And it's different for each person. So my question for you is how do you feel about wombats?
0: Uh, I'm a big fan. Yeah. Yeah. I not that long ago was driving home and no, no rush. Wombat stopped I got out it was we bonded.
1: Oh. It
0: was great. Yeah. yeah.
1: They're pretty great.
0: They're rare. I I get really excited when I see one. I think that I I'm, don't
1: see that many when I'm out okay, on the road. Okay, right?
0: yeah. yeah. even just anywhere. I yeah. see one I tell someone I saw one they're like, "Cool. Like, what do you mean? How many do you see?" Yeah. Big fan. <laughs> do you have one? I don't. don't. Um, special guest bring I out the wombat. No. I, uh, I
1: I did once um get to like hold two baby wombats like they were Stop. twins in my arms twins they're, like they weren't twins but they were both they were like twins. so heavy
0: they're dressed up Jesus the same Christ.
1: They, one had a, a pink blanket and one had a blue blanket um, I will show you photos once yeah, we finished recording I want to see it. Um, but I was doing a musical and um, one of my friends in the show her mum works at a wombat sanctuary Okay. and um, she was like if you get to the theatre an hour early Mum's gonna bring some baby wombats you were
0: there three and hours early
1: i was yeah yeah um and i was it was the opening night i'm pretty sure as well i'm like we don't need to do the show i'm just gonna sit here with with wombats yeah because these these guys are absolutely adorable That's,
0: um this is the best how long ago was this they're all grown up that now.
1: was two years ago almost a okay. year and a half ago yes they're probably they'll be, probably remember I, you I,
0: I, you're memorable. <laughs>
1: Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were quite gorgeous. I do, I, I just, it's a weird, like, it's the waddle.
0: The I love, they, I
1: love the, yeah. like, I love, I realized recently because I also love corgis. I'm normally a big dog person, okay. but I just love corgis and they're the, the wombats of dogs. The dog
0: wombat. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You see them, they're not as, you don't see them on the road as much. Corgis? Corgis. <laughs> no, um, you don't see many wild corgis yeah. um, around Australia. That would be cool. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. Corgis. I never thought about that. Now yeah. it's, that's stuck with me.
1: I was at my, my, my work Christmas party, like the section Christmas party last year. Um, we had a picnic so we could all sort of be a bit more distant and people brought their dogs and I was unaware that one of my colleagues had a corgi and she brought her corgi and it was the best day ever.
0: Oh, I can see you getting emotional. I'm tearing up. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I was wondering why you had the tissue Yeah, that's just
1: in case I started talking about corgis. Yeah, Um, there you go. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, now, my final question for you today is a question I ask every guest that comes on the show. The show is called Loud and Seemingly Confident, because that's how I want to describe myself. I Do like you it. consider yourself a confident person?
0: Uh, it's funny. I, others definitely would. I mm. think so. Decks of cards are hugely helpful with that. Like, I, I kind of... I'm not as confident without them. Yeah. I make it a very big conscious effort to like not rely on that. And especially like meeting people f- in certain things, like just don't do magic. But so <laughs> because of that, sometimes I feel like I'm not as confident, but uh, yeah, the, I, the 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 title of the podcast drew me into so like, that's a great, because I think I fit into that. I don't know.
1: Yeah. And I think it's something that, yeah, a lot of people can fit into is I think particularly performers,
0: yeah. um,
1: right. Cause you are a performer as, as a magician. And I think like anyone who's outside of the performing industry just assumes that everyone who is a performer is confident because they don't have the confidence to do that, yeah. but it's a very different type of confidence.
0: That's right. Yeah. 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 I think that's, that's perfectly right. Like it's a, it's like a trained confidence, like you, you're doing something very particular that you've, you've mastered or, you know, you've done, yeah. done something hundreds of thousands of times maybe, but in general, when other, when other things happen, maybe you don't feel as confident and you just think like, yeah, this yeah. is, this is normal. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, fair enough. But it's a great title.
1: Thank you. I very, it's was literally, I was describing why I, um, am single and it was because opposites attract. And so I am quite attracted to confident people. Right. But I attract shy people because they yeah, think I'm confident. Yeah,
0: that's a that's a doozy.
1: Yeah. And so I was talking to my housemate at the time and I was like, it's because I'm loud and seemingly confident. In the so back What's my head, the opposite? I was like, what's that's a good there? that's a good title for something.
0: <laughs> yeah. Is there is there an opposite there that, you know, therefore you'll find the
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: Quiet and seemingly... Quiet. No, it would be... Quiet and seemingly shy. Confident
1: and seemingly shy. That doesn't quite make sense.
0: Loud. He's got to be quiet. You're loud. Yeah. And seemingly shy. Yeah. (laughs) If anyone's out there, um, it's at loud and seemingly confident. (laughs) Slide into her DMs.
1: Go for it. Go for it. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I get... So, this is entirely off topic but also kind of not um i really enjoy my stand-up talking about ridiculous messages that i get on dating apps
0: please um
1: however this was not on a dating app i um am a nerd and i love scrabble and so i am on the scrabble app and i once had a guy he messaged me he's about probably three times my age messaged me on the scrabble app and i just ignored it but continued playing the game of scrabble and then like a week later he told me to go fuck myself because he wasn't there to play games
0: wow on, on the Scrabble app, app. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry. that's uh, um, yeah that's funny I yeah thought maybe that was just a joke maybe no. maybe he's the one uh, I was I was thought maybe this was going like in the game of Scrabble he was hitting on you and being like trying to write sentences with the words see I
1: get really nervous when I'm playing Scrabble and I put down a dirty word and I'm like it's just because I can get the most triple points score, with baby. this yeah don't get your hopes most, up buddy
0: yeah that's fair (laughs) that's true that must happen
1: yeah whereas in that instance I was like do I have asshole in my yeah no I don't damn
0: it (laughs) if he's if he's writing in the in the in the chat box it's hard to hard to yeah. excuse that i mean
1: i still beat him in the game of scrabble and so that was my like, next question yeah good yeah oh of course, of yeah. course. Oh, yeah yeah
0: undefeated absolutely. australian champ
1: <laughs> i've actually if anyone knows a scrabble champion out there i would really oh, love to get a scrabble huge. champion on the show but um i've tried googling it and and, and not really and found not even
0: much won. yeah right no.
1: yeah so if anyone
0: know someone out like, there we'll find it we'll, we'll find, find it, it. Yeah. we'll find
1: it somewhere yeah. anyway thank you so much for coming on the show michael thank it you has been chelsea an absolute pleasure it was fun um thank you everyone else for listening please subscribe leave a review help this get seen by more people you can follow me at chelsea j heaney or the podcast at loud and seemingly confident both on instagram and facebook michael where can people find out more about you
0: uh instagram's a fun one mm-hmm. uh, michael web magic Yep. uh Actually, here's a funny story. Oh. We thought he thought it was we over. We thought it was over. We are just getting started, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> if you if you YouTube Michael Webb, yeah, uh, you'll find a 45 year old a sex offender from the United States no. who's you know currently spending time behind bars. No, he's really putting down the name. Yeah. So that's a goal to be, you know, take <laughs> take him over.
1: You've got it. You've got to be the first search result. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So please don't do that with like a sex scandal. I know that. Was, it seems like the easy way out. To be honest,
0: <laughs> I'm going to go without. Yeah. Uh, and but yeah, if you type, if you YouTube Michael Web Magic, yeah. that'll get you there. Facebook the same, but yeah, you know, consistent branding. Just Michael Web yeah, Magic. Absolutely. Yeah. At Magic Mike Live is my is my <laughs> sort of. Nighttime show yep. that I do, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's usually for like hens parties and yeah, sort of it's a thing. Yeah, yeah, after midnight kind yeah. of stuff. Fair enough. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, thanks again so much. It's been absolute pleasure.
0: Thank you so much. Cheers.